Next up, you will be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua. From caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connections show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg, and we are live here on WSMN 1590 AM, 95.3 FM, as well as on the WSMN1590.com website and on my Facebook page at uh, Michael Affelberg. So uh, lots of ways to listen in to us today. Um, or you can even ask your smart speaker to say something like, uh, play WSMN 1590 AM, and it will play us right online on your smart speaker. So welcome to our show. Today is Monday, March 8th, 2021. Looking out on the turret on Main Street, and I've been reflecting this morning on a year ago. So it was about a year ago that uh, New Hampshire shut down for what was supposed to be something like two weeks of... Uh, of shutdown to flatten the curve ended up being two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, 52 weeks later. Here we, here we are. And, the I have to say the city's coming back to life. I was reflecting on my way in today that, uh, about a year ago when all of this started, um, and I came downtown, I never stopped broadcasting here live throughout the entire pandemic. So every Monday morning I got to come down here and, uh, but a year ago it was absolutely dead. It was a ghost town. I remember standing in the middle of Main Street here at the corner of Main Street and uh, East and West Pearl Street, looking up and down the street in both directions. And there wasn't a single car, nobody, nothing, nada, niente. It was, it was just really um, a scary scenario. And uh, it got you to thinking, what is life like when, you know, when you're alone. And uh, so a year later, here we are. I'm looking up and down the street and I'm seeing a very different scenario. I'm seeing construction. I'm seeing people driving to work. I'm seeing people walking up and down the block. It's a beautiful day out. And uh, of course, seeing the life in our community is also a beautiful thing. Um, We are getting there. We're making progress. Let's stay strong, stay healthy, stay smart people, and we will get to where we want to be. Speaking of staying strong, smart, and healthy, uh, well, maybe not smart, but strong and healthy. I got my shot this weekend. Uh, my very first one, I got the Moderna shot at the Dover Transit Station on Saturday morning. And, uh, you know, it was uh, good. It was good. Very m- minor side effects, not much at all. My arm was a little bit sore. I kind of expected that. And, uh, you know, by Sunday morning, it was totally fine. Went hiking with my friends. Chris and Jane and our my wife and our grand puppy Lalesy and on Saturday and that was all good too so I'm pretty excited about having gotten my first shot my second one is scheduled for the 4th of April and uh, then I'll be all um, all set inoculated my wife already is because of her work in in uh, as a caregiver working with 
um, medically frail um, elderly people. And uh, I will be and our kids will be pretty soon completely inoculated, vaccinated, and we are so happy to, to see that happening with so many other people in our community. I know that this weekend they had the uh, rollout of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine up at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I think I read in the paper they between the three days of Saturday, Sunday, and today, we're looking to inoculate something like 11,000 people with that vaccine, which is a one-shot, one-and-done which is pretty great because uh, you don't need to worry about coming back a month later, anything like that. So I know a lot of people are excited about that. Our public health department continues to work with people in our community who are um, in at-risk, higher, eleva- higher elevated at-risk populations, people who are, for example, um, from communities of color, people who are from low-income neighborhoods, um, and they're doing a fantastic job rolling the vaccine out to to people who are just hard to connect with, and that's great. Great job to public health for that. Our folks um, from the National Guard, I mean, they have this thing down to a science, I have to say. Um, you know, you roll on up, you got your you got your appointment, you roll on up, they got you in the queue, They uh, there's nothing like the American military to organize something like this, I have to say. And uh, just speaking with my mother-in-law, it's kind of interesting. She's in Germany. She, uh, my, mo- my, my wife's German. My mother-in-law's in Germany. Germans are very organized people, of course, but they don't use their military for these kinds of things. So they're, they're doing everything through you know, sort of public health and, and also doctors and pharmacies. Um, I think the rollout's not going, um, going as quickly as ours is. Um, you know, Americans are funny people. We, uh, you know, we don't like being told what to do. So we haven't been really great. <laughs> we haven't really been great at the social distancing and masking thing. Let's be honest about that. We could be a lot better. Um, we, you know, most of us know it's the right thing to do, but most of us don't like being told what to do. And so there are a lot of people who have resisted that, um, you know, that call. Um, but boy, when it comes to something like organizing a, a vaccination, we take, you know, we excel at that because for us, it's a big old emergency response. We get organized and get going and, and I am just super impressed with how things are coming along. So it's pretty great to see that happening in our community. What else is going on? So Friday at noon, we had our very first episode of Fridays United. And um, this is something you can look forward to, um, or if you prefer, you can dread. Um, every Friday at noon, we're rolling out this thing called Fridays United. What is Fridays United? Well, if you go to the United Way of Greater Nashua Facebook page, that's facebook.com front slash or backslash, I don't know which, United Way GN, and like us on Facebook, um, then um, every Friday about noon in your in your little thing will pop up that United Way has gone live and you can watch a live little vi- live thing. What we're planning to do is myself and my colleague Samantha every Friday of the year, we're going to go to a different place in our community. Sometimes it'll be a community partner of ours that's just doing fabulous work. Sometimes it'll be a business that's a supporter. Sometimes it'll be a place where there are people doing volunteering. Um, and and really sort of the idea is to highlight some different aspect of the community. Just like this radio show, something you might not know of that's going on in our community. And um, talk for just a couple minutes about that. And that's kind of the United Way mission, right? If you think about it, 
Um, of course, we are our own nonprofit organization, and, and we have our own mission. But a big part of our mission is to support the mission of every other organization in the community and to find ways to engage the community in giving back. So last Friday, I went to Revive Recovery right here on Main Street. And uh, great little nonprofit, been with us for a couple of years, working with people who are on the path to recovery, um, who have struggled with substance use disorder. And um, so they've, you know, they've tried to find ways creatively throughout the pandemic to still serve their clients. Of course, it's difficult when your business model is based on recovery support groups and most support groups are in person type things and, you know, doing that online and doing that socially distanced and all of that, it's a challenge. They've really come come to uh, the mark as far as figuring out how to make that happen. And, you know, I thought they deserve a great little shout out and people, you know, this is one of those nonprofits you will drive by all the time. You see Southern New Hampshire Health on the left as you're driving down South Main Street. You see Revive Recovery right across the street in the beautiful little colonial on the right. You might drive by there a thousand times and never know what they do. So they do amazing work in trying to transform the lives of people in our community, and I think they deserve a little shout out. So that's what uh, Fridays United is going to be about. And uh, this Friday, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going somewhere. You'll just have to wait till Friday at noon to find out where. And uh, tune in for five, six, seven minutes. Learn something about somebody else in your community. Do me a favor when you tune in, share it, like it, add a comment. We'll try and get to those. And uh, and we'll uh, put a highlight on the nonprofits in our community and all the great work they're doing. So that was last week, and I'm pretty excited about that. You know, is it a big deal? Not really. But is it going to be something new and fun? Absolutely. So we're pretty excited about that. What else is going on? Um, so there's a lot of things going on. Of course, the uh, legislature is in the middle of their session. They're actually reaching the tail end of their session. At the end of the session in New Hampshire, they reach something called crossover day, which is in just a couple of weeks. I think it's actually Easter Monday or or two days or two or so days after. It's in that following week, following Easter. And uh, that's when all the bills that have made it through either the House or the Senate through one side of the one side of um, our legislature um, then get flipped over to the other side for review. So if there's a bill that was looking at, say, uh, well, one of the bills that I've testified in in in, in favor of in during this session was a House bill to um, put funding into what's known as the um, affordable housing uh, construction trust fund. And that's a fund that helps to incentivize builders to incorporate um, affordable housing into some of their construction plans. Of course, we all know how important affordable housing is, especially you know workforce housing, where we, you know we want people to be able to afford working and living in the same community. Does it make any? And there was actually a big article in the Union Leader a couple of weeks ago about you know people up in the north in the North Country up in um, North Conway who you know, work in the hotel and restaurant industry, huge, huge tourism area, and they just can't afford to live where they work. So the Affordable Housing Fund helps to incentivize builders to, um, you know, to, to build affordable housing and uh, create some market incentives for that, you know, um, availability to capital. So anyway, long story short, 
that bill, if it makes through the House, um, it made it through the uh, the committee. The committee actually voted 100% in favor, which is great. I was super excited about that. I'm not going to say that's because of my amazing testimony, but what the heck? Why not? I'll take credit for that. Um, but yeah, so they testified. They went 100% in favor of bipartisan all the way. Yippee. And then now that gets thrown into onto the House floor. There's a up or down vote on the floor. Um, if they decide to move that bill forward, then it goes over to the Senate for its to take a look at it. And if it passes the Senate without changes, then it goes over to the governor's desk to be signed. Of course, if there's changes, then it goes through a committee of conference and rec- some reconciliation process to, to finally come up with a bill that the governor can look at. So that's coming up in just a couple of weeks is this crossover event, um, which is uh, something that uh, you, sh- you should keep an eye on when you, when you learn, read about the uh, New Hampshire um, what they call the general court, which is our, our House of Representatives and our Senate. That's kind of what crossover means. Um, so anyway, uh, there is an interesting bill this afternoon. If you, if you really are, you know, if you're, if, I'm not going to say if you're really bored, but look, let's just say if you have some time on your hands this afternoon and you'd like to learn more about some, how this stuff works, there's a bill being worked on in the uh, uh, House Health and Human Services Committee. It's I believe it's HB 150, 150, and that is um, going to be listened to in committee this afternoon. And the, the premise of that bill is to add a dental benefit to Medicaid in the state. Now, I'm going to be offering some testimony in favor of and support of that bill because um, the uh, you know the need for you know quality dental care is is very very important and there's actually a lot of good data that shows that um, there's an extraordinarily good return on investment for including dental benefits in in medical in medical insurance but in Medicaid currently it's not basically the only thing that's really covered is like emergency surgery so people put that off. Um, then they end up in the ER and then they end up having extractions and, you know, they don't, they don't do the things that we need to do, which is preventive. Um, you know, they, there's no preventive care covered typically by Medicaid currently. So this is a really great bill. Um, we think it has a great return on investment for society, for employers, um, for, for the community. So yeah, listen in, it's kind of interesting. You can hear people, it's all by zoom these days, which is great because you don't have to drive up to Concord to see a hearing. You can listen in and see what's going on and, and, uh, you know, listen to the people offering testimony and, and, um, it's kind of a great way to participate in our democracy. Um, we have, I think the second largest, um, citizens legislature in the world, um, right here in New Hampshire. And it's, uh, you know, we also have things like town meetings. We have a very participatory type of democracy. Of course, it's only participatory if you choose to participate. And, uh, you know, I say get in on the game cause it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I think it's a lot of fun in any case. So we're coming up on our first break. Um, our show, the United Way Community Connection Show, is here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. What we focus on is bringing to work and highlighting the nonprofits in our community and all the fantastic work that they're doing to make our community stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. Our show is brought to you by three really generous sponsors. We have Etchstone Properties, our first and premier and foremost sponsor of the show. We're very grateful for their support for all the years when we've been on the air. We also are, they also are joined by Franklin Savings Bank um, with a branch up in Merrimack. 
as well as Embroid Me and of, of uh, Nashua and Bedford. Um, and they joined us this year as a sponsor as well. So we're really great, uh, grateful to all of them for their support of our show. We'll be back after the first break with my first guest, who is Jocelyn Kaczynski. Jocelyn is the director of the Nashua Smart Start Coalition, focusing on early learning in our community. You are listening to the United Way Community Connection Show, and I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Etchstone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at etchstoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Bardis Law has been representing injured people for 20 years. Whether it's car accidents, motorcycle accidents, pedestrian injuries, dog bites, slips and falls. Bob Bartis is an experienced attorney who solves problems. Bartis Law, a statewide personal injury law firm. Their number is 603-880-1300 or BartisLaw.com. Inspired by our German artisan roots, Seuss Caramel has redefined the art of caramel making. Slow crafted, all natural and preservative free with uncompromising standards cooked gently in small batches to create velvety textures and layers of flavor like no other caramel you've ever experienced. It is our sincere hope that you enjoy each Seuss caramel as much as we enjoy making it for you. I'm Tammy Fahey, and I never tire of hearing how much people enjoy my caramels. Please visit SeussCaramel.com to place your order and to see a listing of stores that carry our amazing caramels. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, 
or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning and welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We're here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. talking with you about the nonprofits in our community and all the amazing work they're doing to make Greater Nashua a place which is stronger, stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. Um, I think today I want to talk about the smarter part of all of that with my, <laughs> with my uh, colleague and guest, Jocelyn Kaczynski. Jocelyn, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Jocelyn, if I'm right, this is your second time on the show with us? It's actually the first time. No way. Are you way. serious? You haven't been in here before? Totally, totally. This is my first time. Well, welcome to the show. Thank Great. You. It's not as, are you, are you nervous? No, I actually feel very comfortable. That's terrible. I was hoping you'd be nervous because you know, you know, it's all—it's always so much more energy when people are like, you know, sweating bullets. Like, oh my god, I'm going to be on the radio. It's going to be terrible. But you're a natural. No, I guess. Mike, I totally lied. I'm nervous. Oh, you should not be. <laughs> um, well, that's funny. Um, the uh, well, it's a discussion, not a, not an interview. I won't be grilling you. There won't be any hardball questions. This is not Oprah in, interviewing oh. Megan Mar Mar Marple. <laughs> this is this is not that. Okay. So um, you are um, with the Greater Nashua Smart Start Coalition. Yes, is that right? That's correct. What is the Smart Start Coalition for our, those of us who maybe don't know anything? Absolutely. So our coalition um, is a band of community members, um, leaders, organizations that work in early childhood, parents, and um, we come together to work on um, projects that serve our families in the greater Nashville community. So not just our city, but the surrounding towns and cities as well. Uh, our work focuses on families with children eight and under, and uh, we come together to stay informed about what one another is doing so we can kind of stop recreating the wheel and use collaborative efforts to have a better impact. And um, specifically, our coalition has been working on creating a series of free fun family events. And these are things that are going to help the community come together more. Um, really serve the children to kind of have more of a trauma-informed community and address something called ACEs, that's Adverse Childhood Experiences. So our events are really going to help promote that social-emotional learning that can really foster uh, healthy, strong families. So the age groups that you focusing, you're, you're zeroing in on as far as trying to work with parents who have children, what age groups is really are you really targeting in on? Really, it's birth to age eight. Birth to age eight. Okay, so so when we say, and that's that's a little bit older than what we would normally mean by early childhood. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, good. Well, that sounds like really great work, and I think the you know this whole um, topic of adverse childhood experiences is something that as a community we've been looking at really really uh, hard as far as um, becoming, as you say, more trauma informed which means really um, understanding where each other is coming from. And I, I, I don't know, I, 
I tend to like oversimplify things, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, trauma informed means um, trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and understanding that uh, they might not see things the same way you do because of the experiences that, the experiences that they've had. Is that about right? Uh, exactly, yeah. And um, we're definitely just wanting to make sure that we're aware of the, the types of traumas that are happening um, and have a better way to basically address those or prevent them. So kind of like you just said, um, putting ourselves in other people's shoes is getting on their level, meeting them where they're at, and serving them the best way possible. That sounds like really great work. Um, the... Um, some of the programs that are managed by the Smart Start Coalition, I know there's a whole lot to that, but I know there are some things we definitely wanted to make sure that we covered. What are some of the programs, actually, that people should know about, maybe maybe be able to take advantage of? Absolutely. So um, we're actually creating a series called our Smart Start Scavenger Hunt. And this is going to be really fun. It's going to be all outdoors. Um, and we're really making sure to focus on um, having just a healthy approach Are you doing to this when it's warmer? We are, yes. So our first one is going to be April 17th. Well, that um, should be warmer. Yes. And Although it could still snow, right? You never know. We're in New England, so. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> I always tell people, it's like up till Mother's Day, you can kind of think it might snow. You just don't uh, know, right? Yeah, and so there's a lot of contingency plans being yeah. put in place for just in case it's snowing in May. But um, we have one per month. So April 17th, May 15th, June 19th, all of these dates are on Saturdays. Um, we're going to have staggered start times to promote social distancing and keep the crowds very small. But our hope with the scavenger hunt is to really help introduce families to resource providers right in their neighborhoods. So we know I'm a Nashua native. I know you're very familiar with the city, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that three of but those I'm neighborhoods. I'm not a native, just so you know. I'm not a Nashua native. Interesting. Yes. No, I am not. I've, although it's funny, you know, I've lived here longer than anywhere else. And that I don't know how that happened. It snuck up on me like out of nowhere. But, <laughs> but I'm definitely not a native. <laughs> Well, we embrace you all the same. Thank you. Yes. Um, So we want to um, just encourage families to get in touch with resource providers in their neighborhoods. So we have three targeted neighborhoods that we're doing. Um, The Tree Streets area, the French Hill area, and then the Crown Hill Major Drive area. Okay. And there's going to be four stops in that um, scavenger hunt per neighborhood. And we're going to introduce a curriculum called Choose Love. It's a social Mm -hmm. emotional learning curriculum. It teaches you how to move from a negative thought to a positive thought. And it's got all sorts of fun science behind it, um, facts and statistics, but it's really, really uh, versatile. It works well for adults and children. And we're going to be teaching those principles at each of the stops. And each of our stops is a community partner, which offers some sort of resource to families. So, for example, in the Tree Streets area, we're partnering with the Nashua Public Library, Waypoint Family Resource Center, Nashua Pal, and Head Start Bronstein. Fantastic. Yes. And they're going to just have fun activities set up for the families, um, free fun giveaways. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just going to be a really fun time. Although I wouldn't have called the Nashua Public Library the Tree Streets. Um, well, we we partnered with them because the National Public Library is such a hidden gem. They have totally, so many. totally agree. I just would disagree <laughs> with the characterization of them as the tree street. But it's so funny. Like, where are they actually? They're actually so the you public and I, library is. I would say is it is it French Hill? I don't know. Is it the tree streets? I don't know. It's like right in between, right? It's right in between. But oddly enough, it's closer walking distance to the tree streets so we're yeah. incorporating them there versus the french hill area where that would be a longer of walking course. trail so we just want to make sure that we're not putting a burden on moms who are carrying yeah I a wagon it. with a baby the diaper bag the two young ones like I get it. it's much closer walking distance to the tree streets um 
And there's so many resources at the library. Like Absolutely. And, the, so and the Waypoint um, Resource Center that you mentioned, uh, and by the way, the public library just opened back up to the public, which is great as well. Um, I think last week, mm-hmm. actually. Right. But um, yeah, we got Waypoint right on West Pearl Street, which is nobody knows about, which oh, is yeah. which is really good. Mm-hmm. PAL, which is a popular place, and Bronstein's... Um, um, their head start is is great. I think that that's the other. There are two head starts. Correct, one on Alt Street, and that'll be our. Crown There's Hill. three. There's also Eleventh Street. You're correct. You're actually. My wife yep. used to work there. That's the only reason oh, cool. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I did want to oh. just confirm with yeah. you and the listeners that these scavenger hunts are not going to be exclusive to these particular neighborhoods. Anyone can sign up for any one of these neighborhoods, um, but it. we're just putting them in these specific locations on purpose. Okay. Um, so how does one find out more information about the uh, scavenger hunt or any of these events, Jocelyn? Sure. So um, you can definitely contact us on social media platforms or email. So you can contact me directly. My email is J Kuchinski, that's K-U-C-H-I-N-S-K-I at unitedwaynashua.org to register for any of these events. You can also check out our Facebook page. Um, if you just search Smart Start Nashua, you'll see our icon pop up. It's kind of mm-hmm. got some green, uh, orange and blue like um, icons on there. And then on Instagram, we're Smart Start Coalition. Okay, Instagram, that's something which old people like me just don't understand, but I guess I get it. I know it's, <laughs> a, th- it's, it. a, it's a thing, Instagram, whatever. <laughs> we have an Instagram at United Way, and I don't know how it works. <laughs> it's probably better that way. I'm just learning how to use Facebook, so, you know, it's really sad. Everything is not for everyone. No, it isn't. Well, it, you know, that's true. <laughs> that, that's true. So if you want to connect with me at United Way, just mail me a letter. Right, right. You know, or, or if you really want to go newfangled, send me a fax. <laughs> 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 so, so what other what other kinds of things are going on? You mentioned two other dates coming up: one in May and one in June, I believe. What what are what are those going to be, Jocelyn? Uh, so in May, we're going to be in uh, the French Hill neighborhood, and so okay. we're partnering with Gateways. Good. Um, we're partnering with the um, Nashua Grows Park up on yeah. Salem Street. Yeah. There's a community gardens area, and then we have Bridges. Yeah. Uh, which is a domestic violence and sexual support center, and then Front Door Agency. Fantastic. Both yes. on, both up on Concord Street. That's correct. Very good. Um, all right. So other aspects of the Smart Start Coalition. Now, I remember last year you had some sort of a program where kids could get like free laptop computers and free support services for like kindergarten age, something like that. Tell us a little bit about that program. Yeah. So that is actually our Waterford Upstart program. It's a literacy program targets children who are preparing to enter kindergarten and just making sure they're up to speed with literacy. And it also offers actually help with math and science. Um, and it has great results all mm-hmm. over the nation. Uh, it's a really cool program, all online. It requires just 15 minutes a day. They kind of cap it at five days a week because they're very realistic with mm-hmm. parents, you know, not being able to do it all seven days. And you actually can get a free Chromebook, which is fantastic because mm-hmm. our community has so many that don't have That's access right. to devices. So it bridges that digital divide gap. Um, they also offer free internet if you don't uh, have that already. Um, and it's really just serving our families really well. And that's for what four-year-olds or that's three-year-olds correct. or Four. four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, is that like ongoing year-round, or how does that program work? So um, it's actually kind of goes along with the school year, and okay. um, just depending on a couple of logistics, um, we'll be able to do it again next year. But yeah. so far, our families are kind of mid-session. So um, we've been seeing some feedback and results so far that have just been awesome. I mean, of course, COVID has a pretty immense impact on education. 
Um, but all things considered, the students who are using it in the Nashua area are really thriving. It's got great results so far. Well, if you have brothers or sisters who are at home, it may or may not be it may or may not be harder for you to do an online program. I would imagine next year you would be you would be they would be in school and you wouldn't be. So mm-hmm. it'll probably change a little bit. The results might change from one year to the next. I imagine. But, sure, uh, it's possible. Sounds great. And then how many people can um, the program accommodate? Uh, so this year we had 220 slots to fill. Wow, that's yes. a lot of that's a lot of Chromebooks. It was yes, and so um, we did have some hiccups just with COVID uh, shipping registration. So um, we did actually do pretty well getting over 120 families registered, um, which was awesome. But next year we're hoping to to cap it out. That sounds great. That sounds great. Now, are there other programs that the coalition is um, involved with supporting as well? Um, so. One thing that I did want to mention while I'm on this show yeah, is our, our weekly parent chat. Oh, so okay. This is our really strong endeavor to engage parents in our community and give them a voice. So we make it every week, every Friday from 2 to 2.30 on Zoom. Um, and we have it kind of like a drop-in session where I, myself and a co-host comes on. One of the members from our coalition is usually who joins me. Um, and they share a bit about the resources that they offer that parents may not be aware of. And then we kind of open it up to the parents to say, hey, what are the things that you want to see in your community that aren't happening yet? How can we serve you better? Um, And we want we want to let them know we're able to make these things happen. We just need your voice. We need you to come on this chat, share with us. You know, it's kind of like a place where you can Mm -hmm. say, I don't feel like I see myself in my community. There's no programming that is for me or my kids. And and we can really work together to make that happen for them. And how do you get that Zoom link to be able to log on to that? Um, so you can actually go to our Facebook page, and it's a private okay. page because we do post things that may not we w- we don't want the public to see. But yeah. anybody can join. We approve you as long as yeah. you know you're a credible parent or a person, and then um, you can have access to all of our flyers, information, links, and it's all right there. That's fantastic. And um, are you having a good success? A lot of people logging onto this at this point to to chat with you? You know, honestly, it's a slow start, but that's okay. We're going to stick with it. Um, We are really new. We just started it in February, but we do have some awesome parents who join every week. Great input. Um, and it's just a supportive community for parents too. I mean, it's tough to to meet people with COVID and on t- even just outside of COVID. Like, yeah. it's hard to meet people who are in the same place you're in. So having a place where you can come every week at the same time, meeting people who are going through the same things you're going through, mm-hmm. who can support and encourage you, it really has a lasting impact. I think that's a really, really great idea. Um, I, I love that. And the whole Zoom thing, like I just learned that Zoom isn't this TV show from the 1970s. It's oh, no. actually a, a computer thing, you know. <laughs> Come on in, Zoom. I know. You remember that? I <laughs> used to love that I show. <laughs> I, I know. Well, you watched it. Wait, you're too young for that, Jocelyn. I don't understand. Oh, please. I, uh, I, I'm i from the 80s, okay? <sighs> I'm from the 80s. Well, I'm from the, you know, 80s, but the last 80s, the oh, 1880s. No. <laughs> so, oh, well, it's, uh, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been involved with the uh, the coalition, Jocelyn? I actually just came on in November. Wow. Right in the middle of the pandemic. Yes. Wow. That's good timing. Timing is everything, right? But yeah, really. And you like the work? I do. It's actually really fitting. I My experience has been in outreach. I've done missions work. I've worked with children all throughout college as a substitute teacher um, in all different capacities. And this job really encompasses all of my passions and my experience really well. And uh, a couple of years ago, I had, I'm had i from Nashua. I was born yeah. and raised here. So um, in my 30s now. And there's just sadly a lot of people that I had known throughout my childhood or school who had struggled with um, opioids. Yeah. And it's tough to see. And I really wanted to make a 
I wanted to give back and to kind of address it. And I had mentioned years ago that I wanted to create some sort of programming that would address this in ch- childhood because I feel like a lot of traumatic events in childhood mm-hmm. follow you and cause you, it can cause you to make negative choices in your adulthood. And so I feel like I'm really positioned well to do that in this position, in this job, because we use that choose love curriculum. And that is exactly what that curriculum does. It targets those traumatic experiences in childhood or tries to prevent them and equip right. children to, you know, be emotionally strong enough to, to manage those really, really tough life circumstances. That's absolutely right. That's a good place for us to end off. Believe it or not, we're at the end of our time, Jocelyn. Oh my goodness, time flies. Um, learn more about the Smart Start Coalition just by on their Facebook page. Yes. Look for Smart Start Coalition and probably Nashua or something like that. Yeah, you can do Smart Start um, Nashua. Or you can email Jocelyn at United Way, jkashinsky at unitedwaynashua.org. Or if you forget all of that, call Mike at United Way. Um, ask for Mike or ask for the guy. There's only one Mike and there's only one guy. So <laughs> it's easy enough to, to, to connect in any case. Jocelyn, thank you for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. So next up, we're going to be joined by my friend, good friend and business associate, Doug Larder from Generator Pro. Um, we will be on in just a uh, couple, three, four minutes after uh, giving our sponsors a moment to speak about what they're doing. And uh, you're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. (laughs) It will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Tony Joyce from Joyce Cooling and Heating. Now that winter is here, your comfort and indoor air quality are more important than ever. A new heating system with a state-of-the-art air purification, humidification, or zoning option can make hibernating a lot more pleasant. Upgrading any type system will save you money and ensure you a worry-free system. Don't wait until you have no heat. And remember, that's Joyce Cooling and Heating, 882-4244, or on the web at JoyceCool.com. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603 889 
1-800-689-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive, or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We're here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. talking with you about the nonprofit work in our community. Um, organizations that are working to make Nashua a place which is stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. Speaking of working here, we have in the studio today a guest who is a business associate of mine, a person I've known for many, many years, Doug Larder. Doug and his wife own a business here locally in Nashua called Generator Pro. They've also been great supporters of United Way over the years and are involved with a lot of other nonprofit type of type of ventures. So, so Doug, well, let's say welcome to the show. Glad to have you here today. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for uh, having me on today. It's uh, a pleasure being here with you. Absolutely. No, it's uh, my pleasure. And we're both in BNI together. I've had a couple of other BNIers with me on the show. People are always like, what is BNI? That sounds strange. But just a networking group where we get together each week and try and find ways to support each other. Absolutely. It's a great way uh, to get referrals. But also, I, I found that BNI is a resource to me as far as payroll, uh, financial planning. Well, for me too, if anybody says like, if I see anybody (laughs) says like, I I need a generator, I don't trust my electricity. (laughs) I'm like, well, geez, if I got a guy for you, you know, that's that's an easy answer. So yeah, absolutely. So that's very big right now is generators because a lot of people are working from home. They they need to make sure that they uh, have you seen a big uptick due to due to the work at home. Really huge. And uh, a lot of the generators are currently on back order. And that's because uh, people aren't using that surplus of money to take a vacation. Yeah, yeah. they're they're uh, staying home and they're they're putting in renovations or they're making sure that they have power because a, a lot of people have turned their home into a home office. There are so many things that are on back order, and some of it's because the manufacturing supply chain was really screwed mm-hmm. up there for a while. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. Um, but like I heard that, uh, so transistors are and microprocessors because of the 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 glut of need for computers that. Um, that that's affecting the automobile industry, that they can't make cars because cars have so many microprocessors in them now that GM has actually had to shut down a couple of days in their factories because they can't get microprocessors because everybody's buying Chromebooks for their kids to <laughs> yeah. learn at home. I mean, come on, who ever thought these things are so interconnected, yeah. right? Yeah, I remember when uh, we were doing a lot of Zoom meetings, I went to go yeah. get a web camera, and that was on back order. Absolutely. Do I ever? Because I've bought like 700 of them at United Way to give out to students in the district. Yeah. But uh, the other one is refrigerators. 
yeah. freezers, deep huh. freezers, because everybody hoarded up and stocked up on all the uh, meat when we when we thought we were gonna, you know, when it was the middle of Armageddon, we thought meat was gonna run out after the toilet paper was all gone. Then uh, people stocked up on meat because all the processing plants were having problems, and now even to this day, deep freezers are on back order. And uh, for months. <laughs> wow, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, who knew? Anyway, no, that's neither here nor there, Doug. So you are big. You are the uh, guy who keeps the power on when the lights start flickering, right. um, and your business has been biz, biz been booming. Oh yeah, we have uh, had a very busy year. We started back in two thousand seven, just selling portables, and that grew to installing home standbys, and we also install commercial-sized generators. But yes, uh, absolutely, I, I would have to say uh, business is huge right now. I have more scheduled site visits this spring than any other year. I mean, I have 200-plus site visits to do. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So you do service and sales, obviously. Are there speci specific um, makes, models, brands that you focus in on? Well, we are an authorized dealer for Generac, Kohler, and Briggs and & Stratton. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to sell a particular name brand. We can sell what fits the customer right. Okay. So that's what we like about it. Yeah. And we service all three as well. Yeah, and those and, are the most popular brands. Yeah, it, it, it really is 90% of the market out there is either a Generac or Kohler or Briggs. And uh, you don't even have to buy it from us to have us service it. So a lot of people will install them, but they won't service it. And that's okay. where we can help out. So if you are if you look in your machine and it says Briggs and Stratton on it and you bought it somewhere else, who knows, because right. you didn't, because you weren't smart enough to buy it from <laughs> Generator Pro. But you can still call Doug and he'll take care of it for you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like Generac, they will rebrand uh, Siemens is actually made by Generac. Okay. Uh, Kohler makes Lennox. So just because it doesn't say Generac. Give a call. Give a call anyways. We'll figure if it, it out. If it says generator on it, give there a call. There you go. Give a so call. That, that sounds good. You guys have been also, you and your wife, Michelle, have been just great supporters over the years, um, which we really appreciate. I know at the Blizzard Blast yeah. for a couple of years, you, you helped us out with a generator just to keep the lights on while people were running around crazy. Yeah. What are some of the other th ways in which you get involved with the community, Doug? Well, I'm also a volunteer with uh, CERT which is, uh, we, we plug in here locally. So when it's we like were the citizens emergency response team, community emergency response team. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if there was ever a natural disaster and it doesn't have to be a natural disaster, it could just be testing for COVID. So, uh, I vol volunteer for that. I, we were helping test people for COVID and this was before the vaccine came out, of course, but, yeah. um, Last year, we did a lot of the testing here in Nashua. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We have volunteers that are still participating every single week in the COVID testing um, yeah. run by Public Health Department. So yeah. did you get to actually stick swabs in people's noses? Did you get to do that fun part? or No, the nurses did that. I People would drive up. They would have a number. I would confirm that they were on the list. Yep. I, I would hand them the packet. Then they would pull forward a little bit, and the nurses would uh, give that fun little nose swab that you know about maybe <laughs> i do know about it unfortunately i've had four covid tests at this oh, well, point and yeah. uh i don't know i think i've been tested more for covid than anybody else i know i've been, had i've had four covid tests two two were rapid tests two were pcr tests i also give blood so i've had i think five times i've had the uh um, what is it? The antibody test done. And mm -hmm. so I am like, I'm COVID free, man. <laughs> I am, I'm, 
I'm literally the the least COVID-ish person you're going to meet. Yeah, I heard you got the vaccine. Not I too did long on ago, Monday right? or so Saturday. Rather. Was that the first or the second? my first shot? Yeah, Moderna. Okay. Yeah. Um, got the first shot. My wife has gotten both of hers, um, and uh, so my second one's scheduled for April fourth. Nice. So yeah, Good. I'm pretty happy about. You'll be that. ready to travel. I am ready to travel. I'd like to go somewhere warm. Have you been to somewhere warm lately? Yeah, I've actually uh, flew back from Cozumel because I love the scuba dive. That yep. That you know about. Yep. Um, just beautiful there. It was it was in the mid eighties. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind getting away. It was a little chilly back here. It was Ugh. twenty ten degrees while I was. This gone. is the time of year when it's just it's just like you know New England is New England on a beautiful day this time of year is still cold. You know, like Saturday this week, Thursday, it's supposed to be like 60 degrees. And, you know, but 60 degrees still is, you know, it's still cold, actually. I'll take it. You know, I'll take, I'll take it. it. But if it's 30 at night, you know, it takes until 1 in the afternoon until it hits 60. And it's only there for like eight minutes, yeah. you know. So, yes, I will take it as well. Yeah. We're, melt, we're melting snow, and that's what I like. And as uh, soon as that snow is melted, we'll start those installs back up. I'm sure that's true. Um other types of uh, nonprofit work that you get involved with? Well, um, I'm also a board member of Faith Care, which is uh, stationed out of Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, what we'll do is we'll set up clinics uh, in Nigeria where we'll give free health care to people that can't afford it. Okay. Yes. So so it's a, a nonprofit, and uh, we, we do have a Facebook page, so you can always uh, Google yep. Faith Care. Have yep. you have you actually participated yourself directly in that? Well, you know, I haven't gone to Nigeria mm-hmm. yet, and uh, I hope to, uh, but I'd, I'd love to do that. I am not a doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I'd love to help out in any way over there. Yeah, I can imagine that that must be incredibly, incredibly rewarding. Um, we have so much that we take for granted in this country, and mm-hmm. sort of basic health care is one of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Well, uh, believe it or not, I I just got on the board this year, so okay, um, it's I'm brand new to the board, but uh, I have close connections to the board members. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. My my cousin's a doctor, OBGYN. Yeah, and uh, he's out of Connecticut, and he actually started uh, Faith Care. Oh, okay. Many moons ago, and uh, it, it's great. That's aw- that's awesome. I I, mm-hmm. lo- I love that because, you know, we like to you know we like to give back in the communities where we live and work. But it's also important to remember that there is a world outside of Greater Nashua. Sometimes we forget that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a world outside of the United States, and we are all interconnected. That's right. So healthcare is big. It certainly is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we talked a little bit about that. What I did want to ask you about is just some more general stuff about your business. Sure. So, and the business community in general, because most of the time we don't have business people on our show. We have generally nonprofit people coming on the show. So um, what are you hearing from other colleagues um, who are in different types of businesses as far as how they're coping these days? Well, you know, the um, trade industry is very big right now. And uh, it, it's sometimes very difficult. For the to, building trades. Yeah, to, fire, to find um, good quality electricians or plumbers. Um, fortunately, we just found, uh, I hired a, an apprentice, electrical apprentice. Oh, good. Um, and later on this month, I'm, I'll hire somebody else. But finding trade people are very difficult. Um, my sister-in-law, who's in Hall, Mass., 
she was she's outside of our coverage area to install a generator. I did sell her a generator. I delivered yeah. it. However, um, I tried to help her navigate and find good trade people to install it. And she's she told me, geez, Doug, I've made several phone calls. I'll talk to somebody, but they just won't show up. So the trade industry is big right now. So, um, you know, we're hiring. Well, I hear that from other people who are in construction. Um, also, just the DIY business is off the charts. I think that must drive stuff in the drive work in the trades because there's a lot of people like me that build stuff and they build it totally bad, <laughs> and then they need to hire somebody to come and fix the work they did. And like, what a self fulfilling prophecy is that, right? <laughs> we we've done that where uh, somebody will tinker with their generator. Install your own generator. Take, what a take, great idea! <laughs> yeah, or or fix it. They'll you yeah. know YouTube how to fix it yeah. and. Uh, They'll have it all apart, and then they'll call us, and we'll show up and try and put it back together for them again. But, yeah, no, it happens all the time. But that would be me. That's yeah. for sure. That's that, okay. That's we take care sure. of those people, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So are there other aspects that you wanted to cover today, Doug, things that you wanted to make sure that we hit upon before we're out of time? No, I, I, I really appreciate the time and just uh, yeah. letting us talk about Generator Pro here in, in Nashua. Uh, we do cover northern Massachusetts and southern uh, New Hampshire, so our very good. Our coverage area is pretty big, and um, be happy to help anybody that's uh, worried about losing power. So okay, and are you like online or on Facebook or what's the best way to get a hold of you at Generator Pro, especially in an emergency? Right. Sure. the The best way to get a hold of us is to contact us right here in Nashua, our home office, which is six zero three. Eight seven nine zero eight three nine, and again that's six zero three eight seven nine zero eight three nine, or you can just find us on Facebook, or Google us. Uh, we have a very good Google rating, so if you were to Google right. Generator Pro in Nashua, I think we have uh, close to a five star rating. We are in the Better Business Bureau with an A plus rating. That's fantastic, and we've got great reviews. So um, happy to help in any way. And of course, I always tell people, you know, um, if you forget all of that because you're driving down the road and you don't want to write it all down, and we don't want anybody to die because they're <laughs> listening to our radio show, right. just call Mike at United Way, ask for Mike, ask for the guy, and I'll, I'll send you to Doug over at Generator Pro to take care of you. Great. Thanks, Mike, for Absolutely. having Absolutely. Been in my pleasure. And so, guess what? We are pretty much out of time, which is what the background music means. Um, we will be back next Monday morning at 9 a.m. with two more great guests talking about our community, um, talking about the nonprofit work that keeps our community strong, smart, safe, and healthy. Uh, you have been listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. If you this was not enough mic for you this week, then tune in on Friday at noon to the Fridays United Facebook Live um, on the United Way Facebook page will be somewhere. I'm not going to tell you where because I actually don't know where I'm going to go yet, but it's going to be a surprise, uh, maybe even to me, um, Friday at noon, and we'll talk a little bit about it, what, what one of our partners is doing, how they're making our community a better place, and uh, how you can get connected to the work that they're doing. Until then, I always like to tune, start to sign off with this. Please remember to be kind to one another because great things really do happen when we live united. WSMN 1590, WSMN 95.3 FM, Nashua. Listen, watch, and stream at WSMN.live.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride.